Coach Podcast. We have Coach Alexander. Coach, you're back on the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me. That's awesome, man. Uh, I I love the last one we did, and I thought we got to do this again. And uh, you were gracious yeah, enough to I come back on. Your, I listened to a lot of your podcasts, and you've had some really good people on here. It's uh, it's you do an excellent job. So I'm honored to be here tonight. Oh, well, man, thank you for for coming and joining us. Uh, for the listener who didn't listen to your first podcast, which I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, just go ahead and give a little background about yourself. And we'll we'll roll from there. So I'm in Athens Academy, and we're down here in Athens, Georgia, where the uh, probably the greatest football university that's ever played the game of football, um, University of Georgia Bulldogs. So, um, that's right, go dogs! <laughs> everybody's playing for second, um, but yeah, I've been here for eight years, and uh i've lived here in athens and just sort of drove all around northeast georgia at different schools i was at clark central high school when i was a student here at georgia as a community coach and uh and then left there and went to washington wilkes and parkview and archer and then got the head football coaching job at uh athens academy and we are a double a school in georgia now when did that change because y'all were single a for for a this long time year. It, oh wow! It changed this year, yeah. GHSA put in that effect for private schools. Anybody outside your district's a three O multiplier. So anybody okay. else? <laughs> so if you got, we have two kids that weigh one hundred and five pounds. They're twins, but they they count as six people <laughs> in our schools. So. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> they live outside our district, but that's how it is. It's fine. It's I guess it's fair. You know, it's interesting. I noticed that because I still check all the Friday night scores in Georgia every Friday. And I look for like your score. I look for Elka. I look for a couple other uh, other schools. And I noticed under your score, it said double A. And I thought, what in the world is going on? Like, what is that all about? Yeah, you know? it's, it's a, there's, a, there's new lay of the land, I guess. I really don't know. I think it will change this coming year. This net, Not this year, the two-year turnaround after next year because – um, the GHSA is going to compress and do away with seven classifications and make it six, which means everybody will get pushed down. So okay. we'll end up where we're supposed to be. That's good, Coach. That's good. So talk about your season. Give us a little rundown, and we'll we'll, we'll rock and roll from there. We had a real good senior group. Um, you know, we ended up with – we had right at 60 kids on the team, which is a good number for us. Uh, mm. And so our seniors did a great job, and we ended this season eight and three. Uh, and it was our, I would say in the last eight years, it's probably been our toughest schedule just week in and week out, you know, and in single A you play, you'll play a really tough team. And then you may have one or two weeks where it's, you play good teams, but then another really tough team, but Mm -hmm. then in double A, it's like everybody was pretty good Mm -hmm. and well coached and, you know, and it's, I spent uh 10 years of my career in 7a and so which i really i really appreciated moving to double a it was fun <laughs> coaching and the, the coaches were good and the kids were big and it was fun playing with te- against teams that you never played against and so mm. not everyone knows you we've been playing the same teams for mm. seven years you know and so finally we get one year where we we played some teams that didn't really know us we played we opened the season with dade county that's right below chattanooga and Okay. That was a haul, and so um, then we 
Then we played Mobile, Alabama. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and so they came up here, and that was they were a very good team, mm. uh, and we ended up beating them uh, with a lot of luck. And then Prince Avenue, and then on into our region with you know with some other teams. So we've we played some really good teams this year, and some a lot of playoff teams that we we had the opportunity to play this year too. That are, and some are still playing now. So. Mm-hmm. But it was a fun season. We're proud of our seniors. Uh, we're losing some good players. Um, we have a lot of skilled kids back this coming year, but um, we're losing a quarterback that was a really talented player for us. Mm-hmm. I, I recognize that last name. Did his brother play for you when we talked well, before the podcast? It's been, it's been five years of Bush quarterbacks at okay. Athens Academy. So, uh, I was asked tonight, who's the next guy? And we don't really know who the next guy is. So, uh, <laughs> this is the first time in eight years that we didn't like, okay, this is the next quarterback. And so mm-hmm. but that makes it fun. We have some kids that can do it, and it'll be fun watching them battle for it. That's all, <clears throat> that's awesome. I actually – I still watch your 2019 state championship game. Uh, yeah. I, I go back and study that, yeah, like yearly. I just go back and go through it on the on YouTube, and I just go back and just clip it up. And I mean, not clip it up, but I pause and watch. And uh, yeah, because for people that don't know, talk about your offensive philosophy because it intrigues me so much to watch you you call plays and what you put together there. So when we when I was at Archer, well, I guess I need to go back all the way to Parkview, um, mm-hmm. and you know, Parkview's a used to be and i would say still is a v- very good program in the state of georgia mm-hmm. and i was had i was blessed to play for or uh coach with coach Flo, who was a big two tight end if not three tight end two back just push it down your throat for four mm-hmm. quarters and good play action pass and they ended up with breaking the record winning 47 in a row which was actually just broken here in the state of georgia by um, I think John Millage Academy. Well, Buford broke it, and then that was just broken. But, okay. Um, so I learned how to the shifts and trades and push put all that stuff together, um, coaching with Coach Flo, and then I had the opportunity to finally be a coordinator at Archer High School, it was a new school in Gwinnett County. Coach Dyer, and you know, anybody that's ever had the opportunity to start a new school, it literally is one of the hardest things you can do mm-hmm. as a coach um, because. You just don't ever know what you're going to get, and it takes time to build it. And I've seen many, many good coaches start new new programs that aren't the coaches there anymore. Mm-hmm. They're successful somewhere else. But Coach Dyer was, with his leadership, he did such an excellent job in, of just keeping that program afloat. And so offensively, he allowed me to sort of grow as a coordinator and become mm-hmm. creative. Uh, you know, I always tell our guys in the room, I said, what makes us different? And, or I'll go, man, we are a bunch of slugs. There is zero creativity in our offense. We look like every other H-back team that we play. Oh. H-back, play action pass, inside zone. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're very boring. So um, when I got – so we got going at Archer, and we try to do some of the two tight end, three tight end stuff, of shift trades, and um, we just couldn't hold our own just because we weren't big up front. And mm-hmm. So – we started studying people, and I really enjoyed studying. when It was when people started putting t- full programs together. You know, this was like tw- 11, 12, 13, when Tony Franklin came out. and You know, like, they, they were already out, but I'm saying they started putting packets together. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
truly like, hey, I can learn this stuff. I don't have to go coach in it. I can sit here and study it for hours. Mm-hmm. And so I um, got Coach Dyer to invest in the end zone, um, you know, yep. with Mazzoni and that stuff. And so we learned a lot of that stuff from just watching those films and then um, listening to him speak. And I was like, I was just, I just became obsessed with that stuff. And it was so fun because it sort of fits the trade shifts. Don't keep your cleats in the ground. Mm-hmm. Now it taught us that we were RPO in part view, but we was like draw with the flare screen and we didn't even know we were RPO. Um, <laughs> yeah. So but then somebody gave it a cool, cool name. And then because mm-hmm. coach Hill, who I worked with at our, at, Parkview is now our quarterback's coach in Athens Academy. He was the coordinator of Parkview for years. And so mm. he's like, we were doing this back in, in 98, 99. We just were too right. stupid to realize what we were doing. What, what do we call so, it? We didn't give it a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> so we gave it a lot of names instead of one name. And that's what oh, made it okay. so hard. <laughs> uh, and then uh, instead of the rambling, what I'm doing now, we got, I got into that and we started, we adopted a lot of that RPO and, two back stuff. And, um, and so then I got the, I took the job, we played for a state championship in 14 and we became that, you know, it was mm. two back RPO offense. And I say two back, we were not allowed to H back. It was two tailbacks on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then we figured out, Hey, let's figure out a way to get as many tailbacks on the field as we can mm. um, and train cross train these wide receivers to be running backs. Um, so we can, move these guys from wide to to the backfield or wherever we can line them up and sort of train them to be a little very, very hybrid like players, which a lot of people would just say that's their inside slot now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I came to Athens Academy in 15 and we tried some of that and we were like, man, we just can't survive doing some of this because it's mm-hmm. not, not that we couldn't throw the ball out there or run the ball on the perimeter. We just weren't, we weren't athletic enough to truly block a good team on the perimeter. So we had to become creative in that area. And so then we became that team that just sort of, I guess coach Flo would say, it doesn't matter. We don't really want an identity or a name to our offense. We just want to figure out a way to get 10 yards in our offense. (laughs) Yeah. And so we just said, you know, it's just a smorgasbord of stuff. Mm. And so to listen to someone that has, a friend that has defended us uh, in, that we played this year, he said, I have never tried to defend so much stuff. So he said, it is hard. And not only do you, and I tell you this in a way, he said, not only do you do a lot of stuff, you do it all really well. Hmm. And so um, that's sort of what we try to do. Our, our philosophy and sort of what I've adopted is kill you with volume. Um, kill you with volume. Oh, coach, I like that. And so a lot of people were like, we're going to do a few things and do it really well, or we go the other way. We're going to do a lot of things and do them really well. Hmm. And so the way we just started doing it, it was at a small school, I had to learn to coach again differently, not only coach a different type of kid, but make practice scripts differently and practice Hmm. differently. And you couldn't get so much into the, philosophical views of, Hey, we're going to be an up-tempo team because that stuff just doesn't work when, mm. when one kid is over here playing wide receiver and pressing the gas and he's got to flip over there and cover or play linebacker because right now mm. our Z is our Sam linebacker, mm. you know? And so, 
it is called coaching. And I try to explain to our coaches, it's like, it, it doesn't really matter what other people are doing. It's what fits our puzzle. You know, every mm-hmm. year you got to really pump the brakes and say, what do we have? Like we had a really talented running quarterback this year and that we had more fun being creative with that kid this year. And he, like mm-hmm. I told you before, he rushed for just over 1200 yards and, and mm-hmm. we ran speed option four times. So that tells you how much of an option team we were. So, <laughs> right. So, yeah. um, he just did, he did, but he was, he was pretty magical with his feet and, and he could, and he could throw the ball, which makes it hard to defend. But, and so we added, we kept the shifts and the trades and the movements and the motions and, and, and just kept moving it forward. And so we, we always said we never wanted to be a team that couldn't get under center. And we never want to be a team that couldn't get in shotgun. Mm. We never wanted a team that be a team that if we can't push them up front, that we can't, that we can't get on the perimeter and block. Mm. And, so, mm-hmm. and we never want to limit ourselves to where we, we don't have a tight end, so we're not going to play a tight end. Mm-hmm. So we always figure that out in, uh, of moving linemen around, whether it's an unbalanced set with a, mm-hmm. a smaller kid on the backside tackle, like where mm-hmm. we call it, make a tank call, and that puts the tackle over. Mm-hmm. Or we make a giant call, and that puts the guard at the tight end position. And so mm-hmm. um, we try to cross-train all our offensive linemen to where, hey, go ahead and line up and block down or mm-hmm. or reach you know we mm-hmm. find that kid and if you look at our offensive line at times in certain plays there is a it's we i tell them it's like the military it's a ranking system if you're the last guy standing on the line of scrimmage you're our dude you're the you guy to the tackle and then you're the second best kid and then you go to the guard and you're the third best kid. And then mm. the center's the center. And then we go to the backside guard and then you're the fourth best. And hopefully that kid can pull. If you're the backside tackle for us, you need to get in the way of it. So, and, and, you know, and we get creative with that. It's like, mm. so we make like different calls. Hulk, you know, mm. tells them we want this order of these people standing during this play. Right. And so if we make a giant call, we want that guard to move over mm-hmm. and play that tight end. Or mm. if we make a tank call, hey, tackle, go over there and play the tight, the tight end. Or if we tell the tackle to tumble, instead of flipping a tight end, we'll flip the tackle over to the tight mm. end position. Or mm. we'll slide them or stuff like that. It just one little movement really makes people our defense like our defensive guys are good man i would hate to defend this because one little movement makes mm-hmm. us have to adjust to all of it mm-hmm. so and then if we you know we make a truck call that's a four-man surface and mm-hmm. you know and if we make a anything in a truck family that that tells us guys hey we're uh it's trucks a four-man surface if we say tonka it's that wing slot with a four-man surface mm. you know and so we you know and so we mm. just keep it in families so mm. that all we have to do is tell the kids that, hey it's in this family this is what we're we're calling mm. this is mm. how we move you you know and then different words just tell kids to move around and shift and that, mm. that way and so and then motions are pretty much like everybody else does mm. but we try to, because of our girth or our size up front, we try to get as many double teams. We're not a really a, a zone team. Um, mm-hmm. We tried that. And I know that um, people's philosophies will tell you, hey, well, I've got to, we're going to be inside zone and stretch and, and 
probably run some power and counter, and that's what we're going to do. We, our first thing that we really want to be good at is run power. Mm-hmm. If we can run power, we would do that. We run power and superpower is what mm-hmm. we call. It. And power okay. is get two to the side. Superpower would be try to get three to one side. Three. Um, and so, and we try to do that 101 ways, whether we're under center whether we're in, we're in gun, whether we motion from a spread set to a quarterback run to getting three to the side. For example, if we're in a three-by-one set and we motion that tight end to the same side as a three-by-one into an H-back position and we lead with the tailback, wrap the guard and wrap the H-back so we're getting three to that side, but the quarterback's running the ball, stuff like that. Mm. Starting in spread and ending in just downhill power running. Mm. And... Um, and so, and the but the key to all of it is just trying to figure out a way to gain a hat mm-hmm. uh, at the point of attack. Get our because we always have one or two, if not three, pretty good little linemen. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we can figure out a way to get those guys blocking the point of attack, and you say, well, they find out your guys. Well, there's things that you can do to help yourself in that area. Um, mm-hmm. But we. You know, and we we don't always have those big road graders. For example, we had this year in the offensive line, we did not have one kid that was over 200 pounds. Oh my gosh! On our offensive line, we had mm. a right tackle that played some for us. It was about two two twenty, mm. um, but he got knee injury that didn't play a whole lot for us. So we, mm. you know, it can go two ways. You can choose to lose, or you can become, you know, yeah. in a way figure out a way to try to move the football. Mm-hmm. And so we're just not blessed. No matter what people think about Athens Academy, we're not blessed with big-bodied boys very often. Mm-hmm. Even in 19, we had a couple of big kids up front, but they were really young. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's sort of the way we go with it. Like, try to figure out to get many, many of our best hats to the point of attack, mm-hmm. shift and try to get to that point of attack, and mm. put a hat on everybody on that side of the field. Mm. We're not going to not block a safety. We don't ask a back to go beat a safety or a corner. Mm. Uh, and so we're going to try to f- put a hat on a hat on a hat and get double teams. Mm. And everything we do, even if it's a spread run, we're going to try to do that. Mm. Uh, and, so, and when you're not very big, you have to figure out a way to mm-hmm. move the ball get three and four yards at a time. And so that's sort of the philosophy we've taken without all the rambling. If you had to sum it all up is like figure out a way to get your best kids at the point of attack with the best kid with the ball in his hands and block everybody on that side mm-hmm. of the ball. You'll see us end up in a lot of unbalanced sets. Mm-hmm. I remember last time we talked, you said you, you, got, you guys at that point in that year had never lined up in traditional pro I. Like you had never lined up in that formation. No, you know, we, we put in just regular pro, Mm -hmm. um, last year. Um, and the reason why we did that, because we figured out against a team that if we, if we keep two wide receivers, they'll keep two high safeties and we can run the ball. Um, and so we never really just got in pro. So this past year we played in pro a lot. Um, but it was pro, move the guy into the box with like mm. just like i stole the stuff from coach guest where you start with an h back and motion another guy in there behind that h back mm-hmm. so you got those two guys stacked in there 
Mm-hmm. And so we we do that. So like it would be pro. You ended up in pro over, you know, oh, okay. bringing a guy in there. But um, yeah, we do we do some pro now, mm-hmm. um, but it was a lot of quarterback run stuff mm-hmm. in gun. We very rarely line up under center and get him pro and run power. Right. Um, but you just we just don't do it. We don't ever see it. We saw it this year and got beat by it. So it just tells you how weird it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I was talking to another coach. Like the eye formation is exotic these days. Anything too back. Anything is just people don't um, see that very much. Well, Coach McFarlane, who to me is one of the best eye guys, you know, over at Mm-hmm. Um, fellowship. He won our region, and they just whooped our tail running the eye. And mm-hmm. they have a really good quarterback, but they block down, kick out 101 ways, run tall, sweet counter, and it's really pretty and fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll you'll see like our older coaches were like, "Oh, this is fun," and then you get the younger coaches like, "This is stupid." <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? Actually, I was actually at. Um, a recruiting fair today, and one of the coaches in our region says, yeah, that, uh, it was just – they don't do a whole lot on offense. They just move the ball well, but they didn't do a whole lot. And anybody that knows scheme, they're doing a bunch on offense. Yeah. When it, Coach McFarlane is, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, you may not be run but a few plays, but it's just how he's attacking it just from, like, fanning the – tight end in power or arcing the tight end in power or mm. bringing a wide receiver in there and chipping the tight end. I mean, the defensive end in power. It's 101 ways that he's presenting it. And I'm like, you, I, the, the guy walked away and one of my coaches goes, that guy's an idiot because he absolutely has no idea what he's talking about when it comes to watching, watching a good eye team. Cause it's like watching a good option team. There is nothing yes. more fun. If Air Force, Navy, or one of those guys are playing on, I'm, I'm stopping it and r- watching that mm-hmm. because it is just a work of art, you know, mm-hmm. of watching that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my YouTube clinic sessions are watching you guys versus Elka in 19 and then watching any Blessed Trinity of that time. They made that run with Coach McFarland because I just watched that over and over and over and, and just kind of get yeah, get ideas, you know, like, hey, how do you do this? How do you get to that? Because uh, it's beautiful, man. It really is, and it's good football. You know, mm-hmm. these days, it's um, a lot of people are prepared to stop spread and, um, just with the personnel on the other side of the ball. Um, mm-hmm. But when you have to stand in there toe-to-toe and take on fullbacks and, and tight ends for four quarters, you may do it the first half, but mm-hmm. it happens quickly. About midway through the third, you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no doubt. And what 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 our coaches figured out is like you know fellowships really good, but they're only winning like they're not thirty five seventeen. I'm like, well, I go, well, how many possessions? Eight possessions, six possessions. The other team had, you know, and so it's mm-hmm. that that's sort of where we've always been. Like, hey, let's mm-hmm. we go the other way. When you're not real good, you better not press the gas and on offense, and so you can put your bad defense mm-hmm. back out there. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's don't press the gas. So you don't put your bad defense back out there, man. That's 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 gold, man. Coach, you should start your own podcast. I think that's what you should do. <laughs> I don't know about that. I like coming on yours, man. Yeah, this is good. So this year, ran the quarterback more. 
What else did you learn this year? I mean, I, as coaches, we learn every year. What are some nuggets you've took away, whether defensively, how you call the game, program management? What are some things that you really, really took away from this year? Um, one thing that I that we got were as our passing game has become super simple because we just don't call concepts anymore. Um, we just call everything's option routes. Um, oh wow okay literally like where everything we do those guys read it and it's just it has become like a blessing where you're not having to rep all this stuff like um we still throw post post wheel or post wheel post for we still love that concept but we're throwing switch seams and they're reading those seam routes and sitting down Mm. or they're running the wheel route and sitting down or pressing vertical or even Mm. under center like they're pressing it um, we're throwing the same stuff and with great play action and r- throwing option routes. And mm. that was really good to us. And so we watch us, we'll end up throwing the ball. We, we threw the ball deep more than we ever have and, and had a lot of success on it rather than just dropping back and yanking the ball deep and like everything. And we've always done it some, especially, um, at Archer, we were throwing, um, like locks off those, off the key screens and stuff mm-hmm. and they would read it or press out and jitterbug out and run. But now it's just true. Run, sit down, run, keep going type stuff. Mm. Everything we do. Um, or, mm. you know, or run square in or run fall in or run, go rob the safety. So the other guy can catch a touchdown. Mm. And it's just doesn't matter anymore. Like we don't, I think literally we called curl flats one time in the first game. And since, I mean, we did not call anything like that all year. Now we did Mm -hmm. throw a bunch, we still throw a lot of bootlegs, Mm -hmm. Um, but even our bootlegs is um, they read some of that stuff, Mm. but it's just, it's because it's made play calling really easy where you don't have a whole, a whole bunch of concepts on your sheet where you just sort of get good at at letting your kids read defenses. Mm. Who'd you learn that from? Was that just something y'all stumbled upon? Well, if you watch a lot of guys now, that's sort of what what they're doing. Even if you watch Tennessee, it's that fall in mm. by two and one's reading mm. whether or not he's outside or in a curl on the inside, pressing the post by the leverage of the corner. Mm. Um, and so we just took some of that stuff and just added it to you know play action pass or rollouts. If, mm. if we throw we. One of our best rollouts was a, a deep, what we call a pit route, where he's pushing 17 to 20 comeback curl, mm-hmm. and the guy on the wheel routes pushing mm-hmm. up the sideline, running either a come a, like a spike route on the outside or pressing vertical. So mm-hmm. we're, we're reading that on a roll, you know, instead of just throwing like an out cut. For mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It makes it fun for the kids too. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool, Coach. Like when I talk to you, I, you know, I hear like you're so creative. What, how does your mind work? Are you an art kind of guy? Like, do you like art? Do you, are you a music guy or is football your, like your arch artistry? I really like, I know it's cliche, but we, I do football and football. Right. Sure. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. It's not one of those, um, I, I love to, I love the outdoors, but I don't really hunt. I'm not interested in killing things. Uh, mm-hmm. I like to go fishing, but you know, when you got two kids, you do that and, you try to be a good dad and mm-hmm. um, go to work and football because it's fun. You know, we get to do a job that's just really fun. 
Mm. Um, you get to go to work and like be part of a fraternity of men mm. at work and you get to pray with them, you get to eat with them, you get to love on each other as men and something's going wrong in their family, we get to pick each other up and then or mm. something's wrong with me, I need some help or they pick me up and it's, you know, and then, then you get into the kids and then that's just blessing and get to being around those guys every day and then mm. I get to start their day and end their day because we because of workouts in the mornings and then and then you get into football and the scheme Sundays are the best. If you could take the games out of football, it would literally be the best thing that's ever happened to the earth. Mm. It really would. The games mm. the games are fun, but if you lose, it is absolutely the most miserable time of my life. Yes, it is. And then if you win, you don't ever stop and say, Hey, thank you, Lord, for letting me win. Thank you mm. for the blessings that you've given me. Right. So that's what we always I tell my coaches, like, hey, stop. Even if we played a bad team, just appreciate winning, mm. you know, and try to teach our kids. Just stop and enjoy winning, you know. And sometimes you build that beast when you're a good football team of you got to win by fifty, or you. Gotta, mm. We're not going to go do that. We're going to mm. win and and respect the people and win with class and but just understand that hey, it's a blessing to win, you know. Mm. Mm. Uh, and so that's one thing that you know to keep rambling on about that is that like it, we get to do a really fun job. I know a lot of coaches will say I get to do my hobby, but it is true. You know, it's, mm-hmm. we're sitting here on a Wednesday night talking about football and, mm-hmm. and that's what we get paid to do. And so it's, <laughs> yeah, it's so um, cool. and we don't, have to go, we don't have to go out and recruit and, right. and sell our souls and tell fibs and, you know, and that kind of thing. We get to, we get to, Go and keep it real. You know, we need to. There's nothing more beautiful than a kid learning how to power clean. Like the greatest day in my life, next to my kids being born, is power clean day at my school. Mm. It is. It is absolutely the greatest thing ever when we get to power clean in the weight room mm. and max out. And so that's what. Like if if you ask me what I like to do, I like to go in the weight room number one, and then I I, I get to coach football number two. Mm. But if I have a choice, I'm gonna go in the weight room and teach somebody how to clean, snatch, jerk, and do all that stuff. Cause I like to do that at age 45. I'm mm. not very good at it, but I still I still like to do it. And so when you get a when you get a little seventh grader, eighth grader and is learning how to do it, and it's fun. Fun to me. It's like dancing. You watch my little girls, they got beautiful power cleans. They really do. That's awesome. We, we can't even walk and chew gum in my family at times, but I can throw an eleven-year-old girl up there that can power clean as pretty as any twelfth grader I got. That's so cool, man. Yeah, I got three little girls and I got twin boys on the way. That uh, is awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, man. We got our own inter uh what's it? Not intermural. Uh what do you call like when teams have boys and girls? Co-ed. There you go. Co- co-ed. co-ed basketball team. I went to my first flag football game last night. Okay. It, it was, my school just started um, flag football, you know, for the girls, and it's it was great. We we made the playoffs and we played a team, Harris County, and this coach had them going. I mean, they're playing zone behind it. Oh I mean, shoot! They're running the option in flag football. It was. I could see that five years from now just being just growing like crazy. Oh sure, man, that's awesome. You were talking about you know being with your coaches, being with your boys, and like almost like a counseling man. That's that's it. I mean, trying to help 
each other through tough times in life and the, the brotherhood of football. There's not much. I don't there find another sport like it. Like, you can't tell me another job where you get to go in to work and I have 10 coaches, 11 including me, on my staff of high character men working for one purpose that mm. are all good family men you know, are, are godly men that are loving on kids and loving on coaches and loving the game and, mm. you know, business that's like that, you know, that has that many people mm. um, pulling the rope in the same direction daily. And I'm not trying to tell you we're perfect by any means, but I'm telling you that, like, it is awesome to get to do this year in and year out. And this is going to be year 25. I started this when I was 19 years old. Mm. And so, it's older men and coaches. For example, I was on the phone of one of the people that I absolutely love, Coach Brooks. He's up at T.O. Hanna, who I got to work with at, mm. Fort Clark, at Clark Central. And he was over at Clemson's practice today. This guy's almost 70 years old, and he's at Clemson. Watching the defense today. I mean, it's just, oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, and getting to ask questions and and learn, and so I mean, no, my wife's a banker, and she's not calling anybody tonight, warning about the finance or like they asking right. financial. She's trying to get away from it. You mm. and I are in here trying to get more of it. Absolutely, yeah. Let's get more, man. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sending you a huddle request for film, like after the podcast ends. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like that kind of stuff. That's awesome, Coach. Well, Coach, man, thank you for coming on and doing this with me, man. I, I know you, you have, you're a busy guy. You have two little girls, and uh, you came on this evening, and we talked some ball. This is great. Well, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, Coach, man, you're first class, and, man, I just – I really – I always enjoy our conversations. I really do. Yeah, I love um, what you do, and I love your enthusiasm, and I love – Learning and uh, and all. So we're doing end of the year meetings with coaches and like, hey, what what can I do to like, what are you gonna do to get better? Not the mm-hmm. kids. We right. know that plan's easy. You know, mm-hmm. get in the weight room, do what you do, do the do it what every team around here does. But like, what are you gonna do, running backs coach, to get better? Mm-hmm. What what do you what do you need from me to get better? You know, so. I think if we're not growing and teaching each other, and that's the great thing about our, our profession is that, that coaches love to share. Mm-hmm. You know, we do. And so mm-hmm. it's, and that's, you, sky's the limit. You, there's so many resources out there. If you have an interest in a defense, there's 2,000 people out there that are doing it, have done it, and do it better. And mm-hmm. will always do it better. That will teach you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, want, if you want to play, have a great kickoff return, Mm-hmm. There's somebody out there that does it really well. Learn it, you know. Absolutely, man. Coach, man, thank you. I appreciate it. You're the man.